and you stand there in this little hole and the body comes out smoldering. Really? Yeah, smoldering like a like a crispy barbecue. And we're off to the races. Maybe it's your beautiful deep valley of the hills voice. It's the Yorkshire Dales voice, I think that's it. It's not recording as it's not recording my voice as loud as it's recording yours. Yeah, I can't record your deep pitched it's, beautiful it's the, it's the Don Juan voice. The voice that's been crushed and and bent into shape from the, Oppressed from the Yorkshire by the Dales. English. My deep voice that used to snap. Whereas my little it. chihuahua voice, my high-pitched <laughs> sailor voice. Yeah, it's about time this weather sorted itself out today because I am sick and tired of all this British stuff. I'm sick and tired of your bullshit. Well, it 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 was a bit sunny this morning till about seven, and then it clouded over. It started raining. Lunchtime it stopped raining. I went home in between my weddings, and then I came back and it's at it again. Yes, yes, yes. No one cares about this weather. Uh, Actually, and the weather's been quite, quite nice the other day. Do you, do you get them? Do you get them headaches that with weather when weather changes? You get headaches. No, no, but yeah, I'm not seventy-five. I've got one now. I've got one now. It started this morning. It's right in the middle of the forehead. No, I've got a, I've got a pain in the arse, in oh, the shape man. of a Bradford man. Well, I tell you, the amount of the amount of uh, kettlebell swings and kettlebell squats I'm doing I've got a pain in the ass. <laughs> but it's the uh, you're not doing it right then crack walnuts in between the cheeks of my ass at the moment lovely image I reckon if you if you drop some pencils on the floor I could pick them up if I had my underpants on welcome to Bradford <laughs> that should be the tourist slogan board well that would be a thing to watch wouldn't it if you had a kid's class in here and the kid dropped a pencil just go just a second let me show you what what benefits kettlebells do drop your drop your tweeds and pick up the kids pencils i think the police will be here quicker than than you can say jack mexican ward through an american tourist uh we're on june 6th which is the longest day it's not no it's not it's the movie the longest day the invasion of normandy <laughs> Silence June from an ex-military man. June the twenty-first is the longest day. No, but the movie, the longest day, June sixth. Right. Oh, it's when we came and bailed you all out. Actually, we? is that is that? Am I right? Isn't that? I have no idea. <laughs> I just completely ruined this entrance. Uh, no, I think June sixth was the movie, the longest day. I thought the longest day was uh, Bob Hoskins when he was a mafia fella, or is that the long good? No, no, no. I'm, I'm. No, no, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Longest day, June 6th, because they go over into Arnhem, and that all goes belly up. In Operation, what? Market, Garden, that's right. Uh, with Sean Connery and Bob Hos... Not Bob Hos, you messed me up now. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Where they're on the beach, when they land there, that all... Uh, Oh, is that June 6th? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking I about. Know, I'm, I'm I know. I wouldn't know if up. it were June 6th. How many... When D-Day is June 6th. I know is that. It? Yeah. I didn't know that. Now, June 6th, 1945. Uh, 1944? No, we're, we're well a year before the end of the war. I thought it was sort of like D-Day and we're done. Oh, that's what they thought. No, no, we have the hunger winter in Holland in in this in forty four forty five. It's horrible because that that's when it, it was a winter. bit of a cold snap, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> in your pants. Yes, yes, it was uh, called the hunger winter in Holland because uh, the Germans just cut off uh, all of now, uh, the supplies a, a lot, into Holland. A lot of you Dutch lot were a bit stunted in growth, weren't you? 
Well, that's cool tap, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. But what, do you remember? Do you remember being much taller than the old folk that were knocking? I were wasn't knocking there. No, but when you lived there, yes, these old people that had grown up in that winter and around that time would have been your age when you were a kid. Well, my dear old mum, she uh, was she, she a short ass? Uh, no, she was rather tall, as most Dutch people are. But she remembers uh, the hunger winter. Yeah, she said uh, that they, they were eating on, grass they and they were eating tulips, eating tulip bulbs, bark of trees, bark from the dogs, anything that <laughs> was moving, or even sounds. You know, that sounds. <laughs> so what? Were it just the Germans were taking everything? And no, it's it's because it, during that winter the Allies reached the the rivers mm. and they couldn't get across, and they called it a halt. And the Germans just cut off all the supplies going to North Holland. Right. So the South was sort of free, mm. uh, but the Allies had had made a, a barrier on the rivers. One of the uh, I can't remember if it's the Rhine or the the Eisel. So if you were living up north of that, you'd be a very terrible winter, cut off from the supplies uh, under German occupation. If you're in the South, you were free under the Allies and the plenty of food. So they knocked all bridges out, did they? Uh, yeah, that that was one of the yeah. problems. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, for all you listeners and all you, all you fans, uh, the reason funny. why uh, that Hollywood movie star is so skinny and so popular in Japan was because of the Hunger Winter. She experienced who's, it. Who, who's that? Well, which, which actress is the most famous foreign actress in Japan? All men like her. She's dead now. This is ages ago. But she stood in commercials. And she's on the poster outside here in the corridor. Roman Holiday. Yeah, yeah, Roman Holiday Lady. It's, it's escaped me. Hepburn. Hepburn. Why are you pronouncing the H? Hepburn. Hepburn. Hepburn for you Londoners. Are <laughs> you Northerners? But, <laughs> but she, was she, she Dutch? Yeah, well, I think is she's she? born in Belgium, I think. Or, uh, but you'll claim her. No, no one has. I think she moved over to England right after the war. But she experienced that hunger winter. And ha- was stumped. Her growth mm. was stumped, and and she'd ne- she'd always had stomach issues and, and trouble with different bits. Ah, forever after. Uh, but it did keep her skinny, mm. and into the movies. So I think we c- should claim that the Nazis did do one thing. Right. I thought she created was, a film I star. She were a yank. Oh no no no! Didn't know. Comes that. out of Europe. Well, there you go. I, th- I honestly thought she were a yank. Well, that's because she appeared in an American movie, and then by definition, you would think everybody's in a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know she married? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she did not. No, she didn't. I was going to say Blake Edwards, but that's I have no idea who any of that sh- or any of them are. That's Julie Andrews, I think, who married Blake Edwards. Yes. So back to the beginning, June six, <laughs> the, the longest well, day. Oh, I can't believe that we've just <laughs> got on for five minutes about June the six. And we don't really know if it what Normandy landings. Normandy landings is but June 6th. Why has there been yeah. no on news? What? Why has there been nothing on news? On news? I don't know. Have you been looking on BBC website? Is that why you knew or do you remember? No, I do remember. Uh, June 6th is, is that. Yeah. Be, the Normandy been, land D-Day. I've been completely lost this weekend because it's the first weekend we've had with no football. But it's that we've had one weekend <sighs> off and about it starts, to begin, up, yeah. starts up again next week, doesn't it, on Friday? Yeah. Switzerland and Wales. I think you is it is it the same setup as the World Cup where you play the teams on your side of the group? Because uh, if it is, you're you're in the driver's seat there. I don't know the setup exactly. Uh, now, the Dutch are in a in a 
terrible state. We drew with Scotland the other day. Yeah, uh, but it's a friendly. Yeah, but that no, that, that wasn't a friendly. They really did their best. Did apparently. you have your best eleven out? Did yeah, you? Did that you? was yeah, and they're really good. We got to we got to save this match because they were two one behind. And I think the last minute they score, that was dreadful. Even the boy said later, he said on paper, he said, yeah, theoretically on paper, this is a great team. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but in practice, it's absolute garbage. But that's a good sign. The Dutch, if they play badly in the warm-up, they seem to do quite well in the tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah. Th- this has happened every time. Well, England just got past Austria, but they, there, were no Man City, there were no Man City players, Man United players or Chelsea players. Well, obviously, there's the rest going on yeah. there. And the, the, everybody were up in arms in England because he played Jesse Lingard, and he's not even going. And you're like, well, oh, uh, we, oh, we, there's nobody to play that position. Uh, you know, see that injury, splitting hairs. That bloke was injured. Uh, What's his name again? Calvert Lewin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fellow from Liverpool. It's a shame yeah. that. A shame. He's a young guy. Yeah. How old is he? Yeah, he's twenty. Early, early twenties. Yeah. Mason, Mason Greenwood's not going. Oh, why not? I think they're saving him for next year. Qatar. Mm. Qatar. How quick has that come round? Qatar. Well, you're a scouser now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Qatar. Well, well, Qatar. That, that <laughs> would just bribe. That would just a complete bribe, wouldn't it? Are you bring your guitar to Qatar. <laughs> well, the that American, was the biggest bribe I've ever seen in my life. The Americans say cutter, that, don't they? Cutter. <laughs> cutter. It's Qatar. Bring cutter. Uh, I have never seen. A bigger bribe and corruption scandal, an obvious one, than the World Cup going to Qatar, more than the Olympics or anything else in history. Yeah, that and really the, took the biscuit. They drew it. They drew two World Cups on the same night. I I remember this because it was two thousand and nine or two thousand ten, and I went to work and the fe- I met the fella outside school. I says, "Who's got it?" And he went, Russia, Russia's got it. I said, what about the other one in 20, 2022? He says, Qatar. That is he impossible, says, yeah. you've got that wrong. You've got that wrong. And then when I went in, even it, me 11 years ago thinking, well, that's dodgy. <laughs> How are they going to play? I mean, everything had to be swapped at winter. Yeah, yeah. Right, so they're not playing yeah. it in summer. So that's going to balls up everybody's leagues. Yeah, yeah. And... Now, I have been to Qatar, unlike many people. I've been there 10 consecutive years. One of them, I lived there for a year. Uh, because my old man lived there for 10 years, coming out of Amsterdam. He moved to Qatar after his divorce, when they had that misunderstanding. <laughs> my mum and my dad. He moved to Qatar for a very cushy job in the National Theatre, for which he paid. He was paid way too much money, did all, almost nothing. But he did live there for 10 years. And I visited there every day, every year. And it is the hottest place I've ever been to. I don't know if you've ever been to the Middle East. I've been to Dubai. Okay, well, you're on similar lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now, I was on 86, and it was pretty luxurious. And it's much more luxurious now, of course. So you can escape the heat. Can I ask a stupid question? Did they have air conditioning yes, it's real. in 86? <laughs> yeah, of course they did, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Like so, so everything's freezing cold or it's boiling hot outside. Yeah. But if you stay inside all day in the air conditioning, you're fine. Mm. Come out in there as the sun is setting, and, uh, and could you I sleep? Could you go camping at night, or would it be still too hot? Y- you could. It's I mean, freezing, don't it? In desert. Yeah, right. I mean the temperature really drops. But that daytime here, you cannot believe. I mean, playing a match in that would just be inhumane. But Qatar promised air-conditioned stadiums. Didn't yeah, they, they did. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll deliver. 
there's enough cash there for well, everyone. There's no the roofs on the stadiums. The richest country in the world per capita. It's uh, $100,000 per person, eh? Income. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the highest capita per world. Even per women? Income. No, but they don't, they don't count. They're not human. <laughs> in they this equation. They the human rights record is um, a bit sketchy. Well, uh, amongst that group there of yeah. countries, I think you're doing the best in Qatar. Do you think? Of the whole area? Yeah. Definitely. Al Jazeera is in Qatar. That's a, a bit of a step. I mean, compared to, to us, yeah, it's still pretty... I mean, the, the, Saudi, the, dark ages. the Saudis are the, the fucking knobheads. Oh, that's the, the Wahhibi tribe. That's... Uh, that is the dark ages. So when when your father were over there in Qatar for ten years, not doing much for a bag he was there for a bag load of money. Why did he leave? Uh, he got very tired of it and and very uh, disenchanted with the well the, the life. I mean, you, you're getting a lot of money, so he was smiling and happy in the first yeah. couple of years, and you 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 bite the bullet, got paid holidays off to anywhere you like. And it uh, so the flights were paid for and everything. Yeah, I mean his house was paid. He had a massive slab. Uh, that was all paid for. There was no tax, no income tax. Yeah. Um, just bonus after bonus after bonus. And his job was basically doing nothing, sitting in the office, not working, not actually doing anything. He would stop work at about one o'clock and he would go to the local amateur dramatic British theatre, yeah. which was set up, and, and work there for free and put his own money in that, building yeah. sets and designing everything. And that, that became his, his passion, uh, but his real job, which is sitting in the National Theatre and not lifting a finger. So you went out there for a year? At one point, yeah. yeah. Did, yeah. He only, yeah. did he only, did you just get on his tits after a year and he told you to piss off? Uh, no, I, well, no, 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 we got on quite well, yeah. But he, uh, as an adult, it's quite a different point of view, of course. There, is no, there, there was no alcohol in any restaurants in that time. Now yeah. there is, I think, in, in hotels only, though, but... They could booze, but you had to do it in your own house. So they did. I mean, everybody mm. was basically an alcoholic because there's nothing else to do. So TV, sports bars, not nothing like that. Nothing like that. TV is pretty limited. There's no. This is no just pre. No, it's pre that time. No internet. Uh, no, no, definitely no internet. Uh, you could get movies, but everything was censored. So if there was James Bond, was basically slashed to bits. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't understand the story of James Bond. But I mean, as a 16-year-old, going out there for a year must have been great. Oh, it was great. It was one of the best uh, times of my life because everything's very luxurious yeah. and I came from a very poor background. So, did, so after that year there, you went back to Amsterdam? Yeah. To your mother's? Yeah, to the hell. Eesh. Yeah, so that was uh, not a very nice uh, well, homecoming. Well, sure, surely it must have been shit in Qatar if you were going to move back to your mother's house. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to. Uh but I mean, even as a kid, I, I enjoyed the luxury, but that heat w is, is so yeah. enormous. It's so it's such a part of daily life that holding a, 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 a World Cup or an Olympics, it just doesn't make any sense. It's and like it's, playing on the moon. And it's probably got a lot hotter since 1986 as well, hasn't it? Well, with global warming, I'm assuming yeah. it's a degree or two hotter. But the plane, in, I mean, you were there in the winter. Is there not much change in the winter? Uh, yes, there is. It is a bit cooler from winter. To no, I was there in the summer, summer holidays, and then when I did the whole year, yeah. winter. It does cool down a bit, but it's still. I, I wouldn't imagine playing a game if you played in the evening. Yeah. There, there is a moment where you could play a game, yeah. I suppose. But, but it's still. It, I mean, that and the audience sitting there, 
Oh, it's 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 a nightmare. But do you remember when America when USA hosted in '94? Yeah, that was and, rough. And Ireland were having a rough time, weren't they? Because Jack yeah. Charlton were throwing on uh, bags of water, weren't they? And the players yeah. were picking up the bags of water and they were having to drink them. Steve Staunton, um, so so Irish. I mean, he he had, I, th- I think. He'd got really light skin, light air. And he said, I used to go out in the car park of the hotel three o'clock every afternoon and just stand in the rain because I could not get myself cooled down. And they, they were playing like four or five in the afternoon. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember Jack Charlton having a go at that fourth official. Do you remember Ireland's first game in that oh, World Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because England weren't there. So the all of England supported <laughs> Ireland. Ireland. And that never happens a reversal. No, <laughs> because because what happened there where I were in an Irish bar in Bradford and um, Jack Charlton was saying I walked out there because it was in New York. Said you walked out and they all stayed in were just full of Italians and full of Irish <laughs> because that's those were the main ethnic groups in New York. Yeah, they but said how it were just full? How and realistic then, is that? The what they call plastic paddies, right? And then. I think it was Steve Staunton that scored that goal, wasn't it? He just he just didn't even look and batted it, and it went straight in. I can't remember now. Yeah, it was great. Oh, that was quite an opening, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, and then it went to they were playing Mexico, and it kicked off. And I, I remember I remember that I can't remember his name. He played for Liverpool, and he he, were, he, he looked like a scouser. He had the he had. Curly hair. What's his name? And a mustache. Oh, the a black bloke. No, no, he wasn't black. But he he were having a go at fourth officially. He says, "You're a fucking cheat," because he had a really, really short fuse. He won't let him on. McGrath. No, it won't McGrath. Uh, it won't McGrath. It won't McGrath. I'll I'll tell you as soon as uh, as soon as I see his name, or as soon as I I see him, I'll know his name. But the um, yeah, ooh, I don't. Come on. 94, 94, Mexico, Mexico, Ireland game. Right, let me find, let me find who, it begins with a T. I know it begins with a T. And I'll, I'll tell you, I don't this is what it's like being 50. <laughs> this is what it's like being 50. Come on, come on. Who, who were the team? Who were the team? Who were the team? Jack's Army. That's right. What's his name? Oh, this is... It's telling me the kit suppliers. Troy Parrott. No, no, no. He, he, he played for he played for Liverpool. Mark uh, Travers. No, he played for Liverpool. And Matt Dorothy. I don't know who you're talking about. That ain't even a that ain't even a name. Shane Duffy. James Seamus Coleman. David McCoy. We're talking 1994. Seamus Coleman's playing now. I'm I'm looking at this team. Oh, oh, maybe this is just showing the Paris players now, yeah. (laughs) I'll have to do some editing on this, I think, because... Right, okay. World Cup squad. Aldridge. 
John Aldridge, that's the one. John Aldridge. He John was uh, I thought he was Northern Ireland. No, 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 no. John Aldridge. John Aldridge having a go at that fourth official. Um is is one of the, one of the things that will all the all the stuff I've watched in football when that fourth official won't let him on the uh, well, do do you not remember any of that? No. When that fourth official won't let him on the um, on the pitch, and he he started having a go, but the the mics were switched on. Well, there he is. You wanker! He does have a go at him, yeah. You're a fucking cheater! <laughs> <laughs> and then he he goes on, he goes on in that um, in that state of mind, but yeah, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I, everybody were watching that live because Jack Jack Charlton had had a go because that. Well, what's going on here? The John Aldridge wants to go on, and the officials won't let him on. When I seen it afterwards, I was embarrassed of my antics, but uh, at the time. But uh, we brought two players off and only put one on. So we two nil down with ten, ten players on, on the, the field and I got dragged back off. So, you know, me, me frustrations boiled over, you know, <laughs> to the point where everyone's seen it, you know. He won't shut up. Jack. <laughs> yeah, now, Jack's all, furious. All those, all those dots on pitches where Jack were throwing on um, plastic bags of water, and he pissed the f, he pissed FIFA off. He pissed FIFA off with all that stuff, because if he hadn't throw, if he hadn't thrown all that shit on, all that water on, the um, his fellas would have died because it was red hot. So it would. FIFA were getting annoyed with him for that, and then after that incident, we're all shouting. They banned him from next game, and they couldn't stay on touchline. So he had to go up in stands. I remember that one. I remember him being quite upset about it, yeah. Now, you remember who knocked them out? Ireland. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that Dutch did. Holland beat them 2-0. Are you sure? Were it in this? Well, yeah, 1990. Yeah, 94, 94. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> they tell you 90, that... That was that were Jack's purple patch. World Cup ninety for Ireland. I thought he said nineteen ninety four. Ninety four were when John Aldridge were going. Yeah, no, it's that, it's that World Cup. They knocked him out in. Yeah, because that's America, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that was that. I remember that two nil by how, Holland. How far did Holland get? I think the semis. I think we beat. We were. We lost. Uh, I think Brazil beat us. Yeah, mm. and then we took revenge on Brazil. Whatever uh, X amount of years later. Right. Which was a bit of a settling of scores to go, but yeah, that they uh, they got us in a, in a nasty way. We didn't even get to that World Cup, England. Well, Holland doesn't get there always. You got those bizarre qualifying rounds, and yeah. just if you don't prepare, you get unlucky. Or yeah, because I, re- I remember in 1990 when Gaza were crying in Italy, Bobby Robson said to him, "Don't worry, it's not going to be your last World Cup." And it was. <laughs> Little it was. did he know, because it. 94, they didn't get there. France 98, Glenn Hoddle dropped him. 
and he didn't go. He didn't go again. Hmm. But I think um, he shone in '96. That them Euros. Oh, the, uh, the European, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that I think that England Holland game at Wembley. England Scotland, I remember as well, being quite good for him. Yeah, but the the first half we were shite, absolutely shite, and then Scotland Scotland got a penalty, and Gary McAllister went to take it, and he sh- should have left it for Ali McCoyst. Ali McCoyst was banging everything in. But Gary McAllister, he with the captain, says, no, I'll take it. And if, if you watch it, he runs up to that ball and the ball moves just as he goes to kick it and uh, it come off Seaman's elbow or his knee. Oh, right. So he saved it and then Seaman bangs it upfield and then Gascoigne takes it over Colin Hendry's head. Do you remember that? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. straight in yeah. and they do the dentist chair on him, don't they? Yeah. McManaman and Sheringham are doing the dentist chair on him when he's just laid out. <laughs> They've got the bottles over him and squeezing all that stuff into his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good uh, European Cup. I remember that. Th- that was... Were you in England at the time? No, 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 no. But I remember it being quite a big thing on TV. I don't know how Holland did in that one. Well, what would it... If I, we were I even I in 25. it. I was 25. And Ellen Road were a venue, so Leeds was all decked out. There were a few games in Leeds. But the the old country for three weeks and uh, David Baddiel and Frank Skinner that song had come out yeah and yeah. Ev- and the the music were fantastic at the time everything come together in one the boxing the music and the weird and the football that summer was fantastic I didn't go abroad that year I didn't go abroad that summer because of that hmm. it's fantastic and I was working nights so I was just getting home I was getting home in the morning having a sleep and then getting up at lunchtime and watching the three games then going to work pissed brilliant brilliant <laughs> but I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to share this with I'm not going to be able to do one like that with Gene because living here he doesn't drink yet <laughs> well no living here you know you, they're not going to get obviously not the Asian Cup's not as popular as the European Championships is it no no and you, you can't go as berserk as you can but everything it, it was just it was just great, and England did so well, even although we were absolute shite for the Switzerland game and the first half of the Scotland game, and you're thinking, oh for fuck's sake, and then that second half of the Scotland game, and then Holland, oh, it's the best I've ever seen England. It's the best I've ever seen England in a competition. Hmm. I know we beat Germany five one in two thousand, but I think that Holland game. We just fucking trounced you. Hmm. It was brilliant, that game. And Scotland were there. Scotland were first time in, a, in any in any competition they were going to go out, going to go into the knockout rounds. And then Cliver scored, didn't he? And it were 3-1 and they got knocked out. So Holland went second and knocked Scotland into third. They were so fucking pissed off. Yeah, well, the they would be, yeah. But it was like the last, I think it was the last five minutes, might have been the last two minutes. Clive had scored and uh, they're out. <laughs> that sounds like the Scottish luck, <laughs> as they've often been very unlucky. But apparently the, 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 best, the best fans, the best travelling fans when they go around Europe, they don't cause any yeah. trouble whatsoever. No, we've often had the Scots in Amsterdam. They make a great, great travelling 
fan team, very well, unlike the English. I wonder what that is. The, I mean, th- there's a border between us. It's not a hard border, but the Scottish and are such cunts with us. Well, I think there's a bit of a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously. But when they go travelling abroad, they're really nice. But well, I, I mean, I can't uh, remember any any new anything on the news of the Scottish getting into any trouble in London when that Scotland game were going on. I can't mm. remember anything on the news. Yeah, it's a funny business because they're famous in their own country for the extreme violence mm. with their own football domestically, yeah. the old firm and that kind of stuff. But when they travel, that they seem to change completely, sort of Jekyll and Hyde. But the Scottish will go from zero to I'm going to put this knife in your face in a in a breath. <laughs> I remember I were at Leeds Festival early early two thousands watching Pearl Jam, and I were talking to this this Scottish couple, and she went to she she lifted her hand up to scratch her head but as she lifted her hand up she hit me cigarette and and burnt the back of her hand and her boyfriend saw it and she's and he went straight like that he was gonna kick my fucking head in and his his girlfriend and he was massive and his there were friends there they were all ready to go and then he turned to his girlfriend because she was trying to calm him down and he was ready to go and I just fucked off in that crowd Mm. but just from zero to rightly cunt, I'm gonna I'm gonna do you, and it, it were an accident. Mm. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that's nasty when that happens. But then, I've then again, that. you go you go from Glasgow to Edinburgh, and it's a completely different kettle of fish, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, where have you seen that go tits up with the Scottish? In London, I remember being in the pub in London. On uh, one of my first trips to London with my school, which for Amsterdam, we had about five or six trips over to England. Yeah. And the first time we went to a pub, we were whatever, 18 or 17. And uh, just ordering a pint in, in a pub was quite a quite an adventure. And then in the corner, there was this uh, this little brawl, which became a bigger brawl. And the the, the, la- the landlord turned all the lights on and, and said, everybody out, yeah, fuck out of my pub. But that was a Scottish group. They were fighting among themselves. Yeah. But it was uh, it wasn't glassing each other. But it was very quick. From, I, I, it probably was like spilling a beer or something, and that became a, a, a shouting thing, and then punches were flying. But do you, do you remember that in in train spotting where it, that that bit where he glasses him in the face? You d- that that's that's one I've got to look away from. He just puts the glass in his face, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that sound—it's not a shattering sound, but that I've I've seen people get glass before, and it's that sound. The glass breaks; it doesn't shatter, and you just, oh, yeah, that sound. They got that. Danny Boyle got that sound spot on. So I've seen that happen before, and it's the same sound. Yeah, must be something in the water. But um, Bord Bordain killed himself i think th- two or three years yeah, today yeah. right oh yeah and he he were up in scotland and he were interviewing this bouncer and he were, he were explaining on tv show that there's no guns in the uk so the in scotland people go out tooled up with knives and he were talking to this bouncer this bouncer had, um obviously he can't be on the door with a knife so he'd brought in this self-defense tactic which was re- called <laughs> he nicknamed it return to sender and he said if anybody pulls a knife out on you 
I can get you into such a position where I'll hold that knife and I'll just put it straight in your throat or in the underneath your chin or in your chest and I'll return it to the sender. Lovely and, stuff. And the police will not prosecute you for that. And, it were, it were, and you just think, well, that's the Scottish way. Yeah, that's not there's, there's no, of there's culture. No, there's no sugar-coated. Mm. There's not, nothing sugar-coated in a Glasgow pub. Nasty. I mean, yeah. I, I would I would think twice about going out in Glasgow. I wouldn't be saying much. I wouldn't be very I wouldn't be loud. <laughs> I wouldn't want people li- hearing me English accent. I'd be scared of drinking if mm. it's that that kind of yeah. situation. And that's one thing in Japan that you you never have to worry about. You don't have to worry about yeah. violence or people no. in the next table suddenly jumping on you. It it's so rare to to see a fight here. I think I've I've been. We had this conversation before. I think I've I've seen one or two fights, but yeah. it it's mainly been between uh, foreigners. It wasn't Japanese fighting. I I used to work with a fella who was from Scotland, who was from Glasgow, a rough part of Glasgow, and he said at weddings, people are just kicking the shit out of each other at weddings. Obviously, <laughs> the bride and groom are getting married in well, it was the eighties, so they're getting married in shell suits because they've got no money, and then they go. They go to a local pub for reception and, and the landlords put on these little tuna sandwiches and, <laughs> and pickled onions and, and, and a glass of Baileys. There. But it's, it was saying to me, it was 14 year old and it kicked off and and one of the guests just put her hand straight in the wedding cake and started fucking throwing it and it just all kicked off. And mm. then the old pub, is the groom got arrested police came it's really like a great evening they had how was it was great yeah. <laughs> a lovely time but it, i mean you just you just wonder don't you why does this country have such a a romance with violence i mean i mean the, the romans walled it off didn't they because yeah they were so frightened of Did, them. didn't didn't really want to go up there anymore um billy connolly yeah who's still with us i think just he stopped boozing at some point but he was always he was he's ex- he explains about the booze and how how it got in places and had great experiences with it. yeah but he said it, it really was controlling his life he, he couldn't yeah. manage his own affairs anymore yeah when he was on it. and any he, he he explained some moments he he woke up and he was lucky to be alive and yeah. that kind of thing but yeah when it once it gets into those kind of levels it's obviously time to stop and if you don't you do get into that kind of glass but it's such a it's such a hard country to survive in i think because it's so cold up there it's a, it's a country that don't fucking want you if you look at it if you look at scotland that's oh, beautiful country yeah it's beautiful but it's it, you look at it and you're just thinking that that landmass there is just saying well we don't want you here if you want to live here, you're going to fucking work for it. Well, I mean, the Scandinavians have an odd relationship with, with alcohol as well. They can't seem to get enough of it. Well, know. it's so expensive there, isn't it? Well, they had to make it that price, otherwise people would be dead. I mean, you They'd can, drink get, you can to death. get cheap booze in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. And people do drink themselves to death. Mm. No, in Scandinavia, booze is traditionally expensive, and it was banned by the king back in 1800 because his country was on the verge of being just... Yeah. ruined yeah. banned alcohol <laughs> and and now it's very expensive yeah oh yeah the cold cold regions seem to have a a, a bit of a tough patch with booze because there's no there's no else to do i mean you no, think could that be it you think it's not genetic or something 
Well, if it's so cold, you can't go outside. You, you throw yourself in front of a warm fire. Put a put a blanket over you. Yeah, there's no TVs. Oh, just give me a give me a, a tot, and then <laughs> you you sort of half a bottle in. Yeah. And then the wife comes home and she's not got the tea on, and you just next thing you know you you stomping on a redneck at fire. Charming. So I'll come to. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's also a bit genetic. Some people, some some races have trouble with with processing alcohol. But you wouldn't have thought the, the Scottish. Yeah, yeah, this the same they, race. They, they invented Scotch for Christ's sake. Uh, well, I don't know that that doesn't have any bearings on it. But if you go to certain parts of the world, certain regions will have just more trouble with, with booze. Yeah. There's more yeah. dependency. There's more. What what is that called? In fact, I have it here because we called our group after it. A L D H two. What's that? A L D H two is the name of my uh, WhatsApp group, but it's also uh, the name of the enzyme that breaks down the alcohol. And apparently, Taiwan has the is the country where which has the lowest amount of enzymes per person to break down alcohol, which I couldn't understand because I went to Taiwan several times, one of the, my favorite countries in the world. Yeah, 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 I like Taiwan. Uh, and there's a lot of boozing going on, so yeah. I, I didn't understand the, the logic behind that. But it's apparently they have, they're the least tolerant to alcohol. So with that, uh, other groups must have more and less, mm. and we're all separated by, by race. The thing that made me fall in love with Taiwan a little bit more last week was they had a memorial for Tiananmen Square. Well, that's just a little jab yeah. across the pond there, yeah. isn't it? Love it. Love it. I don't know. I think they need Taiwan just needs to keep celebrating the fact that they're independent because I don't think it's going to last much longer. Uh, six years, according to that American admiral. Really? Yeah, he testified... He, he was asked a question in in in, in the Senate, the Senate committee. Yeah. How's how's this? How's this going? How's this going? And on on the question of Taiwan, he said, "How long will it be? Or what is the situation before China will will actually physically invade?" He said, yeah. "Well, we made a very big study in this, and it, it's it'll take six years before an invasion will take place." <laughs> and looking at the current situation, did you ever believe that Hong Kong would be in the state that it is now in? With the suppression I and the censorship. What are we going to do if they go into Taiwan? I think we better go up to Hokkaido, which might become Russian. Because it's us next. I mean, you start small, don't you? You, you, get, you, get on, you wrestle Hong Kong back, right? We've got that lockdown. And then you, you get Taiwan, right, with that, that lockdown. All right, let's, let's, look to the, let's look to the east. Oh, there's mm. Japan. And then we'll, we'll, we'll roll <coughs> down the border over into North Korea because he can't fight back because we... we pay for everything there and there's south korea so we'll have you as well and under the sea we are connected so actually it is chinese land yeah <laughs> that'll yeah. be the argument yeah but yeah can i just take the opportunity to say that i've always liked china and the <laughs> military rulers are fantastic but people the, the thing with china is if you if you have an accident nobody helps you do they if, if well the, uh, yeah i've heard that you might be sued and you're gonna pay I, I don't know how strong that still flies that flag <laughs> Yeah. Now the interesting point about that, about the uh, the Chinese payback, if you criticize China, you'll be punished. Australia is in a right situation because of that. Wow. Taiwan will always be in a situation. America is. So many countries are in more pickles with China because they've criticized China or have requested where the virus comes from or have questioned certain practices. And, and they're in their right. John Senna cri 
didn't criticize Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. said something about Taiwan, didn't he? Oh, he said, uh, Taiwan, uh, good luck with being one of the first countries of blah, blah, blah. He said the word country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they said, right, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to wear, we're not going to wear your Fast and Furious film. So then he went out and learned Cantonese. He, didn't learned, he, he already learned. He, he learned for years. He learned for years. He, he's a huge fan of the country. But he apologized in Cantonese. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's good, good on him. He, but he wait, speaks no, it ain't because he didn't need to apologize. The rest well, of the world sees Taiwan as a country, apart from China. Why are you apologizing? If they do, why don't they acknowledge the country? Yeah, but wh why would you have to apologize to China? They've got the fingers in so many pies. Yes, I mean, you can't absolutely. you can't say anything about the NBA now. Do you know you can? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You can order. No, the NBA can't say anything about China. No, you can. That coach said something, and they were punished severely. You can order. Um, you can order an NBA jersey with anything printed on the back, apart from free Hong Kong. Lovely. The, the, that's amazing to me that they can do that hmm. but i don't know i don't know when i'm gonna get back to hong kong i'd love hong kong I a great place mm. i can't see that becoming the same ever again no if i'm following the news correctly i've been three times i loved it every time i've been twice yeah had a real blast there yeah because it's it's a it's a great hub to f to just bounce over to europe from because you you fly into there from here at about 10 o'clock and then you're on the one o'clock red eye to manchester straight through from hong kong so you just bang out as soon as you get on and then by the time you wake up you've got four hours left mm. it's a brilliant flight brilliant flight flight i haven't done that be yeah, a nice place to uh, have a couple of drinks and uh two days mm. look around yeah, yeah. Went, went a couple of years back for sophia's birthday but as soon as you get out of the city, it's amazing. We we hiked the dragon's back um, and dropped down into this, I think, full moon bay or high tide bay. And it was just like being in Phuket. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, stunning. Yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. How was your, um, your crypto getting on? You seem to have all, it's all gone quiet over there. I'm not getting the... Uh, I'm not getting the feverish, <laughs> the feverish messages. Well, it's such a, from. it's such a wild ride. You get, you get desensitized. Well, it's, it's not a wild ride at the moment, is it? Because it's calmed down now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Elon Musk is keeping his nose out, so it's kind of quietly building and taking its time again. Uh, yeah, it's going alright. I'm, I'm taking it easy on it, and once it picks up, it picks up. Yeah. Are you buying out else? No, no, I've stuck to my guns with what I, what I want, and I'll, I want to see that through. Well, I looked today, and with the amount that I've bought, I'm only about, I'm not much up now. So all that money, all that money, all that profit's gone. But it's built, yeah, but you building keep, back up You now. didn't sell anything. No. I don't understand why you don't. There's the $6 trillion stimulus going in now, right? Donald Trump put $2 million in at the start of COVID, Right, it, it sh the economy shot up, crypto shot up, and then it leveled off a bit, and then he threw nine hundred billion in. It shot up again, and now it's dropped because China says, "Right, we're not dealing with this shit anymore." And then Elon said that, and it fucking dropped. But Biden's thrown six million at the problem, six trillion, trillion yeah. at the problem now. So I think, I think we're gonna, we're off up to the moon, <laughs> to the moon. 
Well, I, mean, I certainly hope so. But uh, no, I kept once that was bouncing up and down. I was like, oh, this is nice because you just yeah. buy it low and sell when it went yeah. up. Sort of when it went up two cents high, I just kept on selling it and yeah, kept yeah. buying. So I finally made a bit of profit out of just doing that. But yeah, in, in terms of taking off again, I'm sure it will. And I, I'm sort of in for 40% now again. And Are you leaving it be now? Yeah, yeah I'll buy in a Have bit more. Have you still bought the same stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same amount. Hmm. But uh, I'll buy in again when I feel comfortable. Yeah, but you're a bit of a wild. I think the, the, the worst thing that we could have done... When we bought it and it just went through the fucking roof, you don't think it's going to stop, do you? You don't think that it's going to come to an end. No, no. And that... when it does, it's such a shock. Yeah, yeah. But it came down in two stages. Yeah. First stage I missed out on. Second stage I kept I kept sort of in and out, in mm. and out. But yeah, that, that was the Elon that said that and then the... Uh, the Chinese said, right, we're having none of that anymore. Hmm. And it went again. Yeah, but I mean, the Chinese <laughs> are the biggest miners in the world. Yeah, yeah. 70%, I think. But they can't buy anything anyway there. No. They're not allowed to buy. No, so I think, yeah, I'm just I'm going to forget about it now. I'll just dip in every month and have a look. But I mean, are you still going in every five minutes? <laughs> no, not five minutes, but a couple of times a day. I just have, have a quick peek. But I'm not worried or concerned about it. I'm still very confident about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got, a, I've got, a, I'm going to try and try and inv invest more every month now, but I don't know where. Hmm. Got to get sorted by 60. Sorted by 60. Sorted by 60. Over the lips, down the throat. What? Here we go. No, no, no. What, what, what's that? <laughs> there is a line, but it's funny if you if you mess it up. It's, well, it's not what you said. <laughs> Over the lips, watch out, stomach. Uh, blah blah. <laughs> you say here we go. Absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. No, nor do I most of the time. What's the, what's with the rest of your day then? Uh, meet the diminished missus in a bit, um, and spending a bit of quality time. This weather's turned; it's become sunny again now. I've had a full weekend to myself. I s I said goodbye to the wife and kids on Friday morning, and then I thought I was going to get home and see them, but when I got home, they'd gone because Shima's grandfather died on Wednesday, so they've gone down for funeral. So they went down on Friday, didn't see him Friday. Not heard out from them Saturday, Sunday, but they have the ceremony and then it gets cremated. And then what happens is the, they lay the ashes out on a table and then all the family sit around this table and they pick out the bones with chopsticks. And I've done that. Have you done it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who with? Well, my father in law. He went a bit early and then uh, funeral and then the body. The body's just right there, right in the did you living dress, room. Did you dress him? No. Yeah. Well, he was already dressed, and then he goes. You bring him to the crematorium, and yeah. you say goodbye. And the body goes. You actually watch the body go in. The burners. Yeah, yeah, and door shuts, <laughs> and you sit out in the lounge for forty-five minutes with a cup of cocoa and a bun, and uh, they bring you back in. The whole group, whatever, twenty people, and you stand there in this little hole, and the body comes out smouldering. 
Really? Yeah, smouldering like a like a crispy barbecue, and each person goes forwards to the with the the chopsticks, and puts it into this urn. Yeah. And uh, the bloke, uh, it's, it's a the body's smouldering. It's uh, you can see the 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 smoke coming off the body. There's kids using these chopsticks, putting the the bones, pulling it from the body into the uh, into this big urn. And there's a bloke who's standing on this massive slab with a huge two by four crushing this as people are putting it. He's crushing the bones, right? Yeah. As people are putting it in, he rams it down this urn again. Uh, and there's, so th there's all this dust coming off and he's covering himself in it. And it's coming all over into my hair and face thinking, well, I've got this man's <laughs> DNA in my s in on myself now. So what, w what would Harumi doing when this fella's just smashing their father into bits? Well, this is the way it goes, mate. That's that's the way. It goes. Uh, and then I was dead scared I was going to drop my bone because you've got to do it with somebody else. That's why yeah. you're not allowed. Chopsticks <coughs> are never allowed to touch in 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 a in a dinner. Yeah. Right? Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. So <coughs> that's you have to do it together. So I did it with my my missus. Picked up this one bone and put it into the urn. The bloke gives a couple of good whacks. I, I actually wanted to say, are you, are you? Do you work here? Is this? <laughs> Are you just some uninvited man who's just gone mad? You see, I didn't, because, uh, I mean, Shima's grandmother's died, her granddad's died, and I'm all us working. And Shima's just like, I just stay here. And then I thought, oh, yeah. oh, no, you're well out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But w where you, when, you're with, when you were saying that, like, it comes out and it's still smouldering, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. In Europe, there's nothing and like what's, that. what's the smell that's coming off? Well, what do you think? Well, is it like get barbecue meat? Yeah, you you, you smell burnt meat. It's the body just come out. It's it's. But is there any meat left on the bone? <laughs> I don't. Know, I didn't actually take a little fork and knife and because slice any off. When you were saying that, oh, it comes out and it's still smoking. I would just imagine if this was to happen in Bradford on a a, stair, a chavs estate, I could just imagine somebody getting a fag out and just light <laughs> lighting the fag off of the embers. <laughs> How are we gonna have a good taste? This this was the thing that people back in Europe don't know. If you did something like that in the UK, and there's kids there, you'd be fucking carted off. Well, I was surprised that there were kids, whatever, four or five, there mm. were babies, you know, in arms yeah. as well. It's a, it's not. I thought it was a good thing. It's a family experience. You you get used to death. You. What's the problem? We've uh, so. Yeah, I, know, I know in in Europe the the uh, we deny it. We deny it, don't we? I yeah, mean, yeah. Even, even when the caskets open, they're, they're made up as if they're alive. Yeah, yeah. Makeup on and everything. I mean, my dad would tell me when, when, when it was my mum's funeral, because there were so many people dying in England, in Bradford because of the corona, as he w they had to queue up outside the crematorium because people, it was like a drive-through, mm. and then they went in. Like nine people in the place, and the rest were outside under this marquee thing. And because there were so many people going in and out, that when it was my mum's funeral, the uh, the speakers just gave out in the chapel. So it took took the woman with her smartphone playing the YouTube clip of my mum's thing that she wanted on the thing next to the microphone. Yeah, I saw it on the Dutch news. They had drive-through, so the cars would stop, and yeah. they could just look out the window, and they'd made a little special altar outside yeah. that you could still say goodbye because it w it got to that stage yeah. where they were doing X amount per day. Yeah. 
but you had to you have to facilitate people so they're staying in their cars saying their goodbye reading poems out of the window car yeah. window yeah what else are you gonna do but with with obviously you've you've got the bones from your loved ones in the uk there's no fella standing over there and smashing them into bits they've got a blender so they'll throw all the bo- they'll throw the bones in the blender and it's just like and then they'll put the rest of the stuff in this urn but imagine that in bradford there's a bloke with a two by four smashing this yeah. there'd be a punch up right away yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my grandmother yeah. you bastard but my me, me mother is proudly sitting on my dad's mantelpiece I think he's waiting for better weather and he's going to scatter us somewhere. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, people here in Japan are surprised about the scattering. They say, yeah. oh, yeah, we don't do that. We, we, we the, the urn goes into a grave. Yeah. You, you store the urn in a grave. That's the other Well, where, what thing. Would, you, would you want putting in your wife's family plot? No, no. Uh, I've discussed this in length with my missus. We we both we want to be cremated and then it's scattered in somewhere in some place and no big fuss and nonsense. I scatter her, she scatters me. Not at the same time, obviously. But uh, that that would be it. I'd like one of those Nepalese sky burials, where somebody just gets your body and batters it into a pulp, and then all the eagles swoop down and just chow on you. Lovely stuff. That's what I'd, that's what I think I'd like to do. But yeah, so so you scatter your wife, your wife scatters you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you go together, well, how would that <laughs> that would be some accident. Well, I'll scatter you. <laughs> I'll scatter. Where where do you want scattering? Um, on beach. Yeah, <laughs> next to the kids. <laughs> no, some some quiet little uh, uninhabited island in the Philippines. Nice well, you'll, you'll have to make sure there's a uh, financial, a bit of money put aside so I can get out there. I'll have to bury the money on the island, knowing you. <laughs> otherwise, you'll never go there. <laughs> It'd be like a treasure I'll map. Send the money. <laughs> the money. And just put you straight down the toilet. I'll have to. I'll have to put the key inside my body, and the chest will have to be buried in that island for you to <laughs> take my yeah, body no, there, I'll unlock the yeah. the chest. I'll fly you to. I'll fly you to uh, the Philippines and scatter you. Meanwhile, <laughs> who says I'm going before you, by the way? Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, you're much healthier, though. But when you see some of these people around here now, you know, they're still going strong, aren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, look at Clint Eastwood. He's 91 now. Clint Eastwood is 91 years old and he's still directing movies. Yeah. 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 The amount of people who will be over 100 is increasing because, all the time. Because now. 91 now is not 91 in 1980, is it? If you were 91 in 1980. Well, the scientist the other day, I saw this documentary about modern medicine and modern technology, said the the first people who will be, who will live to 200 have already been born. Really? Yeah. Due to technology, they can, you know, life will be prolonged through different methods. Those technologies will advance themselves. 200. Uh, yeah, they will have, they will have already been born. So if the, whatever they're they're a couple two or three years old, what's but they they're going to live. What's your life going to be like? Well, this is the big thing. Are you just going to be an old man for a hundred years, or can they somehow rejuvenate that process or delay the process? We don't know what modern technology will be able to do next year, let alone fifty years or a hundred years. But the, the estimation is that technology will be able to contribute to the prolonged life to become two hundred. I saw this grandma at a wedding. Oh, yeah. And she looked dead. Oh. She looked dead 
Well, she did. If the fact that she she were blinking made me realise she were alive, and then when when her granddaughter walked in, the mother and father sort of helped her up out of wheelchair, but her face was so wrinkled, and she had that she had that grey hair that looked like it was hair on a dead person, and I was just looking at her thinking, how the fuck are you still going? Do you want? She couldn't speak. She couldn't do anything for herself. You just think, well, do you want that? She must have been hundred, mm. if not more. Well, yeah, that's not much of a life. I mean, but then again, you you don't know when you become that age yourself. The the instinct to survive and to to go on becomes yeah, I, I, takes over. I right? want to be a burden. <laughs> you want to be a bird? Be a burden on my children. Pretending you're deaf and pretending you're blind. Well, they've already told me that um, they're both quite happy looking after the mother, but m- me, I can just piss off. Kamakura <laughs> uh, uh, is a city of 170,000 people. And how many are over 70? No, that's not it. I don't know that. Uh, 170,000 people. 200 of them are over 100. Yeah. Uh, I don't know in Bradford, but you'd be like if there's one person over 100, I reckon. We don't live long. We don't live long. 200 people. Over, over 100, 100 years old. Yeah, Out of 170,000, sorry. Is the 170,000 in Kamakura? Yeah, yeah. Because we go all the way up to Enoshiman, yeah. that area. There's only, there's only 70 in Zushi. Yeah, that's a bit of a smaller town. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, but I wonder how many hundred years old people you've got over there. Well, my step-grandmother lived to be 100. My granddad were her third husband, and then when he died, I think she got married again. What, in the UK? Yep. Oh, wow. Mary. She'd, she'd seen off... Mary! Seen off two, and then my grandmother died when I was like three months old, and then my granddad got married again when I was nine. And... Uh, he died at 89. She carried on for, uh, obviously, 11 years and married again in her 90s. Wow. She got to 100, got a chest infection. Off you go. How were her last years? I don't know. Soon as soon as my granddad died, we didn't really go over anymore. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, yeah, 100 year old. That is quite uh, quite an age, yeah. But you see, with our limited Japanese, when we start getting old, we're fucked, aren't we? Unless the wife looks after us. Well, again, technology will sort that out, I think, by yeah. that time. We'll look at the last 10 years in terms of translation and mm. and computerized AI systems being able to read what you say with your eyes, etc. <sighs> For me, what's important at that age is how is your, how can you manage your life? Uh, Hunter S. Thompson, right? Yeah. He, he shot himself yeah. in the face with his shotgun. Uh, but he he just didn't want to live anymore because he, he couldn't do his normal life. He couldn't do this, couldn't that, could, couldn't continue this. The, the process of his, the, the way he wanted to live, couldn't deal with the pain anymore. He couldn't live the way that he, he felt was his way, and, and therefore he ended himself. Uh, and the other fellow that lived in Cuba? The big Castro? Fellow. No, the big fella, the big writer. Oh, Hemingway. Hemingway. He killed himself as well. Yeah. But you mean they fucking went at it hard with the booze and the smoking. Oh, yeah, yeah. You better believe it. But they they produced some of the best writing the world has ever seen. 
but those final years are rough. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what, Decrepit. What, what do you do? do? Do you go at it like a bullet a gate and produce some of the best work the world has ever seen and then your last four years are awful? Or do you keep a steady balance? No, I don't think that's a choice they had. I don't think they could have done that. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the quality of work would have been so different. Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't have been as famous, would they? Well, that also, but I don't think they had much choice in the matter. That that's wh- just the way they. When they you see him in Ware's house and his wall next to his scales, because they were on those scales constantly, weren't they? Right, and his weight, because hmm. his weight were just going Balloon, through the roof. Yeah, yeah, going through the roof. In Havana, I went to the the hotel where he stayed and the, uh, the his room where he made a little lot of his stuff. Yeah, and they preserved it perfectly with his typewriter and, the, and everything. And a great view from his uh, his room as well. Hemingway shot himself in the face. Is he his face or chest? Yeah, one or the other. Yeah, there's a place where you can uh, sit at the bar exactly where he sat always. Right. Yeah. Right then, I've got to. I've got to go home and make sure the house is sorted because I've had a full weekend to myself, and the house is still a tip. A Domestic tip. bliss. I've been, I've been working. I've been working all the time, and I've been exit when I've not been working. I've been exercising. I can't make me. I can't really walk correctly because I've been going crazy with that kettlebell. Get one. Kettlebell. Yeah. Get one. is one of those holding things. Yeah, right? yeah, but it sorts your shit out. You can get one for about two thousand on. On Amazon, Amazon basics. Just get a twenty-five pound one, and then go on YouTube and find a twenty-minute kettlebell session, and you will sweat. Do it for two days. The third day you cannot walk, and then the fourth day, and I've not had a day off since. I've been at it for about thirty days now. You lost any weight? Not lost any weight, but I have got, <laughs> I've got abs of steel and an ass of steel. Yeah, here they are. Yeah, a couple of thousand yen. But when you get above twenty-five pound, they start b- they start banging on price. Cause I'm gonna get a sixteen kilo next, and that cause I'm working my way up to a twenty kilo. Hmm. I'm gonna be fucking ripped for this summer. Well, that's important it's to get those women in. Be, no, 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 women. It's gonna be a shirt off summer for me. I think something to look forward to. All right. Right, 12 minute kettlebell fat loss workouts. We'll do a 20 minute one. Do uh-huh. a 20 minute. Get yourself a kettlebell. Hang on, China. I'll do my own choice. Get yourself a kettlebell bot and do that every It's only 20 minutes. You sweat your tits off. And yeah. I mean, what are you? Are you, are you slamming it back on or are you. No, no, I'm, 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 in a, I'm, I'm in a decreasing, uh, very slowly decreasing number. Are feeling you still under 100. Yeah, yeah. Now I am again, yeah. I'm back at 99. Yeah. Right. But that came back on quite rapidly within like th- two, three weeks. That really piled on. You see, what what you've done is you've gone, yay, I'm under 100. Give me the fucking sausage rolls. I've got sausage rolls <laughs> in my kit. I don't <laughs> eat any meat. Well, what piled it on? Uh, it's just, it's a snacks. Yeah. It's uh, it's potato chips and chocolate when I when I get my hands on it. And weakness. you can't leave it alone, can you? Well, I, if it's in the house, I can't have it. Yeah. So I, 
it can't actually be in my house. I, I just don't buy it. If somebody just give you a piece of chocolate, you'd be fine. But if there's... It's, uh, yeah, it's got to be out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. This, um, this a shop in Zushi that sells organic peanut butter. And if I get a kilo jar of that, fucking murder it in two days. A kilo? Is a kilo jar. Yeah, yeah. I just cannot. I'm like a fucking pig. Just shoving my hand in like Winnie the Pooh. I look well, my face looks like I'm having a dirty protest. It's, just, <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> but it's healthy, but not really. It's healthier than chocolate. It, well, that's it. So, well, that, that's the thing. So, I'm the, for for a week now only. I'm yeah. not boasting, but. I've just given up on chocolate, right. and but I'm eating nuts then. But that, that's that's the bad food I'm eating now, nuts. Well, but, uh, which ain't as bad as chocolate. But, but an handful of almonds is full of calories. You've got oh, to work right. it off. I'm uh, I know that, but uh, I'm in the right state of mind now. Well, or right, avoid potato chips and chocolate, and and just if you want to eat something shitty, eat nuts, which ain't as bad as yeah. chocolate and and potato chips. Yogurt. Get yourself into yogurt. Well, you were. You were jumping on me for eating muesli the other day. It's like, fuck, I've, well, I've got like five porridge. kilos. Get some porridge. I've told you, porridge, cocoa, pure cocoa. But wait a minute, well, hang on. What is the difference between porridge and muesli? Muesli's got all the shit in. They throw all the shit and the nuts in muesli. Oh, no, no. So this is muesli without any dry fruit and nuts. Right. So it's which porridge. equals porridge, yeah. <laughs> So it's not muesli, it's <laughs> porridge. No, but I, I, I cheaped it out when I bought on Amazon. There was there was a one with nuts <laughs> and dry fruits or without. So, okay, that's a bit you cheaper. See, I'll you, take the you one. You can eat a grape, a normal grape, and it's it's all well and good, it's healthy. But you dry that out, and all that moisture turns to sugar, so it's pointless. No, no, I, I don't have that. So I have basically porridge with cold uh, uh, soy milk and a bit of honey. What 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 I'm doing, I'm, I'm having a pudding in the morning, but it's all healthy. So bananas, grapes, strawberries, pineapple, blend it up with some soy milk, throw it into the porridge that's mixed in with some cocoa powder, bang it in the microwave, six minutes, get it out again. If it's a bit dry, put some protein powder in with some water, mix a bit more in another two minutes, then and the protein powder is just slamming on the muscle great mm. makes it fluffy so it's like angel delight and a pudding and it's that 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 fly's pissing me off yeah anyway anyway too, yeah. shall we you need to get some qt in don't you a little bit of quality time right end of the day slowly we only got on a nice note and had a tour council because it was raining there we go damn it right we'll see you when we see you have a lovely day 